1: All right, Believe Nation, I have a very special guest for you today, Mr. Craig Siegel. Uh, You guys have known I've been talking about the concept of the BizDev show where when you're first getting started in the content game, instead of having to go and go direct to camera and memorize a script, you could also do a show where you invite people on to be a guest. And hopefully this also leads to revenue for you, sales for you, opportunities, connections for you, and that's the BizDev show. And one of the guys who I see being most consistent at this with hundreds and hundreds of episodes under his belt now is mr craig siegel welcome aboard man
0: first of all thank you so much for having me you know how much i love you every time we get together it's magic there's no place in the world i'd rather be than right here with you let's have some fun let's get nuts i love it so you've got
1: just for my audience you've got the cls experience you've got a paradigm shift. uh how many episodes now have you done
0: The Paradigm Shift, we've done 128 weeks consecutively, no weeks off, Christmas, New Year's, holidays, all the things. Dave Meltzer and I traveling different places. And then the podcast, the solo one that we had, the sales experience, I'm not 100% sure, but over 200.
1: So why and how did you start the show of interviewing other people?
0: When I started CLS and I reinvented myself, I looked at it as like a 10 lane highway with each lean consisting of something different for the brand speaking community coaching the podcast shows all the things and the reason why the shows were so important for me were for a couple of reasons there's so many different things that they hit number one i think it's a great vessel to create strategic relationships with other people that you might not have the means to collaborate with right because let's just say you're looking for someone out there that's doing some great things they're busy, you're busy, but all of a sudden you have this podcast where you guys can meet and have a conversation and you can interview them. So that's obviously great. And then also when you interview people, one thing I take great pride in, Evan, is building unbelievable rapport. And what I mean by that is doing the homework, preparation breeds confidence, focusing, understanding who they are, not asking the same cookie cutter generic questions. And when you're able to build a really thick rapport and really cultivate that deep, meaningful connection and relationship. There's a good chance that the guest is going to want to share that episode. And then you have the opportunity to infiltrate their audiences and their communities, people that might not have been familiar with you. And then that always leads to great things, business and so forth.
1: I mean, what I love about the business show is, you know, there's people who you might, you might want to know and connect with, but they may not go to coffee with you, but they'll come on your show. You know, like, oh, you have a podcast? Oh, yeah, I'll spend half an hour with you. Well, you know, let's grab a virtual coffee and, and talk about it. Where it's so much harder to get them to hang out with you in New York or wherever to, so to you know, it's just so much easier to get them on. So how did you get your first
0: guests for your show when you were first starting this out back in the beginning? Yeah, so I was I was really persistent and I felt really big, like for my podcast specifically, I didn't want to just have like normal civilians, stuff like that, I wanted to have really big recognizable guests because my thought process was that if I did a really good job with the interviews, they would likely share the conversations and then I'd have the opportunity to infiltrate more people and, and meet more people and really extend the reach and, and spread the impact. And so when I first started this, I didn't have celebrity friends and connections and stuff like that, so I didn't have anything to point to, but I was really persistent And I'm a big believer in creating win-wins, right? Like if you're going to reach out to someone like you that's super busy and gets approached all the time, why would you stop and want to do my show? Well, one thing that I can offer you is we have a really, really, really loyal and engaged community. And just to be clear, in my opinion, there's a big difference between a community and an audience. An audience is like metrics and a lot of people have fake followers, let's call it what it is, but a community is personal. It's a human connection, And when a guest is going to be on our show, there's a very good chance our community is going to want to enter their orbit, find out what they have going on, maybe do business with them, buy their book, get involved with their programs and so forth. And so that's one of the things I was able to offer a lot of these guests. And then also the power of being persistent and consistent. And I know it sounds so cliche, but those are superpowers that are accessible for everybody. And you might not get a yes right out the gate. But if you stay persistent, you keep building your brand, eventually, it's only a matter of time. I really believe that.
1: So what did you do? Like, go back to early, early Craig. I'm going to start this podcast idea. I'm going to get some guests on my show. How did you make your list? How did you reach out? I mean, you didn't have a community yet to pull from. What what, what were the early thoughts?
0: So I had a little bit of a community before the podcast. But then ultimately, like, I would reach out to one of the first guests that we had on the show was one of our mutual friends, Dave Meltzer. Um, And I was just professional. I, I was... Energetic, I was passionate and I was really persistent and he respected that and he said, I'll do the show. And then he did do the show and we had a great conversation and he shared it. And then also, now that I had Dave on, who's very credible and respected, I was able to use him as leverage to reach out to other guests. And, and eventually I did more stuff with Dave and I pitched him on doing a weekly show, The Paradigm Shift. We had you on. You and I formed an intimate relationship and then we connected further and I had you on my podcast and so forth. So once you get one, use that as leverage. You stay persistent and you're able to get more, but you have to have something to offer. So once you do land someone, because whoever's listening to this right now and likes to take action, if you're persistent, you'll get somebody to say yes. Then you have to do a really, really good job and separate yourself and don't ask the typical questions like, Tell us how you got here and stuff like that. Keep it refreshing. I love it. And listen, I think some guys are energy guys
1: and some guys are numbers guys. And and some people will come on your show just because they love your energy. And like Dave's an energy guy and I'm an energy guy. It's like, Same. I don't know, something about this Craig guy. He's got this energy and vibe to him. I, I, I'm going to say yes. And I'll say no to like other much bigger main, mainstream media stuff. And my team gets upset at me all the time for it. It's like, I don't care. It's just, it's an energy vibe flow thing. And other people are much more about the numbers. It's like, oh, like you're too small. Like that's legit. Like some people say you're too small or they ignore you and they won't get back to you. But it's focusing on the people who just have that right energy. And they'll say, hey, yeah, you, you know, you only need to get a couple. Like Dave says yes to a lot of He does first-time shows. small. shows. Sh- he just loves serving and giving back. And you it's know. just, he loves helping more than, it's not the first thought of his mind, like what's this going to do for me, right. Craig, if I come on your show, right? Like yeah. he just wants to serve and help. And then, uh, I mean, another easy hack is, You look at who follows them on Instagram, like who's following Dave on Instagram, those are all people you can now reach out to and
0: say, hey, I had Dave on my show. Do you want to come on my show? That's a strategy that we used. Proximity and and fear of influence and circle of friends and and then like dominoes, they start to fall and then all of a sudden you stay consistent and now you are the show that they want to make a pit stop on when they're promoting something. So 100% I, I followed that exact same strategy myself
1: yeah and then if you have similar like the people who follow I've been on the show Dave's been on the show there's people who follow both me and they follow Dave you know in some circles Dave Meltzer and Evan Carmichael means nothing you know like who are those guys and in some <laughs> circles like oh my god you had those guys on your show and so you know if you find people who are following both of us it's like oh wow you had those guys on you know they're more likely to say yes to you as well so you know obviously th- you've got the show but you've got a business as well so wh- what's the main thing that Craig
0: is is selling right now it's so interesting because I was having a conversation with this about somebody recently, and like when I reinvented myself and stepped into this, I didn't do this for the money. I, I finally found myself, and I realized I've been obsessed with personal development for so long, and a skill set of mine, everybody's got some, is that I can communicate pretty effectively. And so I was off to something, and I started my CLS brand the coaching and all that stuff. But then I realized like three months in, I'm like, wait a minute, if I'm going to do this and go all in, it also has to be a thriving business as well because I was leaving Wall Street, which was many things, um, but one thing it was, it was lucrative and I had to turn this into a business. And so what I realized is that this is going to sound pretty simple, but adding value gets you rich. And, and when you can, can continuously serve and add value and help people and bring things to people that they can use, you'll get paid for that because the money is just a byproduct and energetic exchange. So right now, something that we're very excited about is we just launched our first book, The Reinvention Formula. Super pumped about that. We just hit Wall Street Journal bestseller. Right now, we're really excited about building our community. Thank you, brother. We're building our community. We have the CLS membership, um, which enables me to serve many people in one shot. It's a monthly subscription, speaking all over. I do some one-on-one coaching too, but that I have to be a little bit more uh, selective with because that requires a lot of attention and so forth. So masterminds, but, but I would say the two things that come to mind right now, of the CLS membership, which is the community which I'm really passionate about, and speaking as well.
1: So have you been able to use the Biz Dev Show to lead to specific revenue or sales opportunities for you?
0: Yeah. So I'll give you perfect examples, right? So two people, two solid guests, not like huge celebrities or anything like that, but they were on my podcast. And we had such meaningful, deep conversations that they both loved them so much, they asked my team if they can have the raw file to the conversations. And they ended up repurposing their episodes. This is two people at a similar time, ironically, on their own shows, and they all have big shows as well. And so when they repurpose the conversation, obviously in the description is, hey, this was a a great conversation I had with Craig Siegel on his show, The CLS Experience. It was so good, I wanted to share with my community, and, and I'm speaking for them. And then a bunch of people in their community about 40 combined, ended up signing up for our our community, our membership, which if we're talking dollars and cents, that probably led to about 30 grand. And then a couple people in their community which have organizations hired me to come in and speak and it was an alignment and that was another 30 grand. So just like that, just by infiltrating other audiences, but it all starts with doing a really, really good job with the conversations and the interviews. And then if you play your cards right, they will share it. And now once you're in their community, more people find out about you and they have an opportunity to work with you in some capacity, whether it's hiring me to speak or enter my community and so forth.
1: That's awesome. I mean you made sixty K just by having two guests on your BizDev show. It's yeah. it's amazing. So I mean people like to think dollars and cents, but but there's obviously a lot more to it as well in the relationships and kinda of hard to quantify. But are there any other stories or things that come to mind of the relationships you built and the the brand and the value that it's helped you create? For your business from having
0: guests on your show, absolutely. I think for me, I I give you some examples with dollars and cents. But if I'm being honest, for me personally, the most value that I get from these strategic relationships is quantitative, right? Like so, for example, all these people now are in my network and my connections, like you and and, and a lot of my closest friends now. And I, you know, I don't like to ask for favors too much. But but as I just said, we launched our book and. As I discovered, there's a lot that goes into a launch, right? It's like a full-time job in itself, and you want to do a good job. And obviously, best bestseller, bestseller lists aren't everything, but do a thing, do it well. You want to do the best that you can and extend your reach and make the biggest impact. And so when we started reaching out to a lot of the guests that were on the CLS Experience podcast, it seemed to be open to either having me on their show or doing an Instagram Live to help promote the book and bring awareness to their audiences pretty much everybody said yes. And to be honest with you, I had a moment and I was journaling about this and it was just the most beautiful thing. And what I discovered from that is how rich you are. It's not necessarily your bank account. It's the meaningful relationships that you create in. Because I I nurtured these relationships and I always like to create win-wins and really go the extra mile, they all showed up for me. And that led to book sales and awareness and bestseller lists, which I'll have with me for the rest of my career. And so, and also just by like, you know, like by association, right? Like for example, let's say you wanted to work with somebody and you see that so-and-so is connected to all these really big, influential, high achieving people. There's a good sign that that's going to be contagious. You'd be like, oh, if they all like that person, they must be pretty desire or they must be doing something right. So I mean, it's hard to measure that, but that alone has a ton of quantitative value just based upon proximity. So those things right there, huge quantitative value.
1: Someone's watching this and they're like, Okay, I'm I'm gonna I wanna get started. Uh obviously it's a lot of work, you know, it wasn't just out of the gate, bam, secret success. You've been you've been doing this, as you said, no weeks off for, you know, years now. Uh I remember being on one episode where it was you and Dave, and Dave was like in Dubai and it was three in the morning or something, and he was <laughs> exhausted and he's like, We're still doing this because it's in the calendar, we commit to doing it. So <laughs> which is great. So if somebody is you know, at the beginning here, like, okay, they're inspired. Like, I love what Craig's doing. I want to go start my own show. What kind of advice would you have for them, whether it's booking guests, interviewing guests, staying committed? What, what what guidance would you give
0: them? First and foremost, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you're committed to. So negotiate the price in advance. If you're going to do a show, break it down. How consistent is this show going to be? Is it going to be once a week? Is it going to be a couple times a week? Is it going to be bi-weekly? Once you decide that, now there's it's a non-negotiable. You're showing up if you're in Dubai, whatever the case may be. If it's Father's Day, you carve out 10 minutes, whatever the case may be, because consistency is the cheat code. And then also like, give yourself permission to be less than perfect. When I first started the podcast, I don't even think I had a laptop. It was in the middle of the pandemic and I was operating from my iPhone, but I was doing the best I can with what I had at the time. And I didn't let anything derail me or, or deject me. I just started going and you figure things out along the way, and, and creating a successful show isn't rocket science. It comes with a decision that this is what I'm going to do, and then you nailed it, staying consistent in it, and in regards to finding guests and so forth, number one, you can absolutely do solo episodes, right? Because if you're building a personal brand, which whoever's listening to this, I, I highly suggest that you entertain that idea, especially in 2023, but people like to get an idea about you because you are the vibe. And a lot of our solo episodes do bigger than some even the really big guests. And so if you're ever looking for a guest, don't let that derail you. Sprinkle in a solo episode. But the, the real trick is to get a lot of guests is you want to have a lot of episodes in the queue, right? So for me, like I work so hard over a, a few months span that I don't have to film another episode for another probably till the end of the year. And we won't miss a week. Because we have so many in the queue and someone listening might be like, well, aren't some of those episodes outdated? Well, not really, because the conversations are so good and so relevant. So you always want to be playing chess and reaching out to people ahead of time. So you're never just scrambling at the last minute. And then again, negotiate the price in advance. It's not easy, but it's simple. If you're committed, you'll have a successful show.
1: So some of the things I look for, because I get hit up all the time to like, can you come on my show? Uh, a lot of it happens over Instagram, where people are DMing me. I don't know if you're doing that a lot for finding guests. But uh, the first thing I see is, are they are they even following me on Instagram? Right? So, like, that's a basic, right? It's like, hey, man, I love your show, or I love your content, dot, dot, dot. And then you look at it, they're not even following it. How can they love my the stuff, they're not even following it? Right. right? So, e- okay, that's an easy disqualification. And then I'm just looking for something personal, you know? Like, just to your point about doing the homework and doing the research on your guests... Like, is there an actual reason why I'm coming on your show? Or is it just a a generic thing that you're sending out to a million different people, right? So I'm just looking for some point. I don't care how big they are. I don't care if if I'm their first guest or their hundredth guest. All I care about is that we're going to have a good time and, and hopefully create some good content. And that comes from showing that you actually care about this human. And so some meaningful... If somebody said, hey, I saw your story and I loved how, you know, when you were a kid you went to go see a child psychologist like that's right on my homepage right like that's it's not like you even did a ton of work but if there's something in there that makes it personal it's like okay I like I like this person I'm much more likely to say yes um, and so it's just a couple of easy things to to be able to get guests it's shocking uh, how many people will actually give you a yes when you think there's no way that that person
0: will say yes I agree 100% in fact we ha- we're hiring now we're growing and we're scaling so we had that luxury But just to be clear for the audience, I started as a solo act, but now we have the luxury that we're growing rapidly. And I have someone on my team that's reaching out on our behalf to get some cool, fun, strategic, refreshing guests. And he said to me in a team meeting last week, he's like, I can't believe all these people are just saying yes. I said, we'll get used to it because he obviously has something to point to now and so forth. But when he reaches out to them, one thing that I taught him is don't reach out to anybody random, like actually go in there with, with a reason as to why we want them and we think they'd be a good fit and just to give you a kind of reverse example I did a show last week I've been I've been making my rounds and doing the book tour and so forth I haven't really done many like one-offs and so forth but someone reached out to me I think it was via DM and they just got me like they penetrated my soul a little bit and they said something really meaningful it was obvious that they read my book and something stuck out to them they do not have a big show in terms of like Viewership and downloads, but I said yes because the person put in the effort, and I can tell that they did the legwork on their own. And so I said yes. And so you have to form that intimate comm- connection, and, and even just hear you saying like you'll be you'll be game or, or down to support somebody if it feels like it's in alignment. And that's a lesson for anybody listening right now.
1: Yeah, and again, like some people are energy guys, and that's what they that's what they flow off of. And so sometimes when I'm a guest in somebody's show. Uh, and they're still at the beginning, I'll ask them on their show, like, how long were you thinking of asking me before you asked me? And it might be a month, it might be six months, it might be a year. Is it if you asked me last year, I would have said yes. Just like I'm saying yes now, right? And it's not to it's not to like to beat them up and make them feel regret, but it's like, hey, like that next person was in your mind, go ask them. Because the worst thing is that nobody's gonna say no, I hate your face. You know, never talk to me again. The worst thing that happens is they just ignore you right? or they don't even see it. But it's shocking how many people will actually say yes if you just do a little bit of homework and and a little bit
0: of customization and personalization. Two lines that come to mind real quick right there that I, that I always found funny and I'll say to them, like, I'll say to my one-on-one clients that want to do what I'm doing and I'm coaching them, like, a closed mouth doesn't get fed and you can't lose what you don't have. So you got to take a swing and you got to take a shot. I like it. But my version of that is uh, don't take the
1: yes away for them. Like you're saying, you're saying no for them. You know, they might say yes. You never know until you send the message. Hundred percent. How do you think through now of like booking guests and who to reach out to? And now you've got team kind of helping you with this. But how do you think through who should come on as a guest now versus you know three years ago or, or
0: when you were getting started? Yeah, I love this question. Look, as we go through different seasons, we're into different things, different topics, different conversations. So, whoever I'm curious about, or or I think that would add value to my listeners, because ultimately that's what it's all about, or even sometimes, if I'm being honest, it's a strategic relationship, right? I I want so and so on because I want to build a rapport with them because I think there might be ways we could support each other. I know they throw events, maybe I could be a speaker or they speak about this and i think talking about boundaries really hit home so my audience based upon my last community call so it really depends on what i think's most relevant and appropriate in the moment
1: okay so let's say somebody has a book that they want to launch right you just you you're going through this now so you got some wisdom and expertise yeah say they want to launch their book in a year you know what they how do, how can i use a show to help me start
0: to build momentum for my book i love the question so Let's just say you, hypothetically, are launching a book in a year. Are you saying how would you use your own show?
1: Yeah, like imagine a, a, a viewer like they're going to launch a book. They're a thought leader. They're not they're not super yeah. well known, but they're launching a book. They want to get it out. They want it. They may not hit lists, but they want to start building momentum for it. And the book could be a course. The book could be like whatever thing is uh-huh. that you're trying to you know ultimately promote. How can they use a biz dev show to bring guests on once a week? How should they be thinking through you know the kinds of guests that they want to have on so that. It's not only about pitching the book and the course, it's Worst. nothing about the relationship, but like that's my next thing that I want to yeah. get out to the world.
0: And, and I want to clarify, relationships is, is the most important thing, guys, uh, whoever, all the listeners right now. But if you were doing that, I would reverse engineer it and say, okay, 12 months from now, I'm going to be one to getting the word out there because I really believe in this book and I want to share it with a bunch of different audiences. So what I want to do now is start cultivating meaningful relationships with people that might want to share my book or have me on their shows 10 months from now as we build that launch team and so forth. And so start reaching out to guests that you like to cross-promote with now. Do a really good job. Stay connected. Nurture those relationships. And then when it's your turn, you come back and say, hey, I'm launching a book. It's all about reinvention. If you think this might be in alignment with your community, uh, I, I love to, to do a swap or do a show, or if you're feeling cold, maybe just hop on a 10-minute IG live and I could talk about it on your platform. And that all starts with what you do today. So I, I would literally reverse engineer and start cultivating a list of dream guests or people that you'd like to collaborate with or possibly pros- promote.
1: You know, every time I help somebody with their channel or business or whatever, they always ask, hey, how can I help you? You know, like anytime you give, that the, the this, there's often this how can I help you back? And you're great at it, and Dave's great at it and asking just out of the blue, hey, what are you working on? Can I help you with anything? And and it's thinking about that long-term relationship. Even if somebody's been on your show like a year ago and you're not, you know, there's nothing that you're working on together anymore, just dropping a quick DM like, hey, happy, happy whatever, happy Labor Day, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. What are you working on this year? Anything I can help you with? Because it it forces the reciprocity. Like people are like, man, this guy's legit never asked for anything he's just trying to help and then in the in the follow-up is like hey and what can i do for you craig he's like i don't know i got my book out you know love some love some exposure if you think that's a fit
0: but yeah i use that all the time and what's funny is you think everyone's heard it before because i'm so used to saying how else can i support you evan and now sometimes like you come across someone that isn't used to someone saying that They're like oh my god like a lot of times on the end of the podcast before we hang up and i'll keep recording I say, with all the exciting things you have going on right now, what's the best way for me and the community to support you? Oh my, thank you so much for asking. Well, now that you did ask, I haven't really announced this yet, but we have a course coming out or a book or whatever the case may be. And they really love that. And it goes a long way. And then it goes back to, again, not being selfish and creating those win-wins. And I use that all the time. And and then ultimately people do it back.
1: Yeah. And, and listen, when I thought about this show right here, I was like, I want to create a show talking about the biz dev show. Uh... Who do I want to have on? You were the guy who came to mind. And I just sent you a DM on Instagram and say, hey, Craig, <laughs> you want to come on? That was just like a couple of days ago. It's like, hey, how about Tuesday? And here we are recording just because of not that we're in touch every day and following each other and, you know, super connected, but just the the little light touches every now and then, like it keeps Craig's name top of mind. It's like, huh, I wonder maybe we should have Craig on. Uh, and so here we are. We got a few minutes left. Let's show me the book.
0: Cause yes, there it is. Yep, yeah. and we have a new cover coming soon. It'll say Wall Street Journal bestseller, which I'm pumped about. But yeah, the reinvention for your lumps. I'm super excited for it because, you know, I haven't done everything right in my whole life, not even close. The one thing I did do really well over the last few years is, is pivot successfully, reinvent myself. And I think this book is not niche. It's for anybody that wants to continue leveling up and remove limiting beliefs and think and play bigger and, and, and do some big, meaningful, epic stuff with their life, unapologetically make a lot of money. So I'm just so excited that the feedback has been so strong. And, and one thing that I've been hearing a lot, which is funny because I didn't have a ghostwriter for this. I worked with Wiley, who's a major publisher. And I remember submitting the manuscript and they came back with very little edits, just some grammar stuff. And I never tell my fiance and my brother, because those are my closest circle, and they're like, oh, it's probably because it was so good. There was something to edit. I'm like, all right, I'll go with that, you know? But they were very hands-off, and, and so the, some of the feedback has been like, it's your voice, Craig. It feels like you're speaking to me, and although it covers a lot of different concepts, which I believe are timeless, it's a very, very easy and digestible read. There's 41 chapters. They're very short. Uh, people are having a lot of fun with it and having breakthroughs, so as you can tell, I'm super pumped about it.
1: I love it, dude. That's great. You know, the the thing that I have the hardest time with books is when the chapters are like 40 pages long and the text is so tiny and small and you like read four pages and like, what did I just read? And you have to go read it back again. So (laughs) I love
0: that it's easy to digest. And I'll say the reason why I kind of got that idea is because when I met my fiance, I'll never forget, Evan, she had this book whenever we travel and it was by Jordan Peterson. I don't know much about him, but from what I understand, he's brilliant. She's been on the same page for two years. And I keep asking, I'm like, what are you doing with that thing? She's like, every time I read the first chapter, it feels like a random marathon. It's very confusing. And that always stuck out with me. And I, I can relate. So I wanted to make it very digestible and simple. So I'm with you with that. I love it. Well,
1: Craig, thank you for taking your time today. If people want to follow you, where are they going with the show,
0: the book, the coaching, the speaking, where do you want people to go? I think all of the above. Anywhere you buy books, the Reinvention Formula anywhere you listen to podcasts or CLS experience anywhere on social media at Craig Siegel underscore CLS if you like free inspirational texts throughout the week and you live in the US you can text me at 917-634-3796 text the word Evan so I know you heard it here and and interact I, I love to engage there's a good chance that it'll be me I love it thank you man appreciate you thank you brother love you please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me On Instagram at Craig Siegel underscore CLS, the YouTube channel, Craig Siegel, and our website, CultivateLastingSymphony.com, where you can sign up for our email blast with all free trainings on all of our content. The best is yet to come.